Hello. Yeah, it's recording. It's recording. And we get to know how much time exactly. Oh, should we get another, like... Do you want me to mark times in my notebook? My yeah, fresh, do it, yeah. My fresh Western limited notebook. Cost me $2. Oh, I want a nice pen. I commented, uh... A, it's not even a, a right-wing opinion. What? What I, what I commented. I commented something on Reddit on r slash politics. Yeah. And I said uh, that the Russia collusion is bullshit. I don't think it's true. I think Russia meddled in the election, but they didn't use Trump. Because why would they? Their, their intelligence is sick enough. They wouldn't need to use Trump. So I commented in that in the r slash politics. I gotta sit over here. And I got some left-wing hate, bro. I got shot down. I got... not. I, it was civil discussion, but it was... People weren't very nice, and I got downvoted a lot. <laughs> I got downvoted bomb, bro. Yeah, you got downvoted. My first comment ever, too. Really? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, what was my first comment ever on Reddit? It wasn't the right crowd. I know r slash politics is a left-wing, blind, zombie, Democrat following. Wow, that's... No... No regard for fact. Harsh accusations. It's true. Coming out of that. It's, Come out of there's the no, it's an echo chamber. R slash politics is an echo chamber at me. At me. What's your ad on Reddit? Should, no, no I'm not share. saying that. Shouldn't share. Yeah. Shouldn't share. That's the, I fucked up on mine. Oh, you put your real name? Yeah. Oh, that's an L. I had to make, make a new one, bro. I had to make a new one. Because <laughs> yeah. I made it when I was just making a bunch of other social media I have accounts. a Reddit with my name. I didn't really know what Reddit was then. Neither though. did I. Yeah. Right? So, like, username, I'm like, oh, I want my name. But it's not that kind of social media. Reddit's great. Reddit's, it's I my love favorite. Reddit. Social media, probably. It's not even really social media. Uh, yeah, it is. I yes, guess, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it's just not. It's not. It's like, not like Facebook or Twitter. It's, it's better, not bro. friend. It's not peer to peer. Yeah, yeah. It's stranger to stranger. It's sick. I, but I think it. that's a good part about it, though, right? It's stranger to stranger. You get such a wide audience. You they have literally everything yeah, on there. You can post anything, you like post the dormitory it. discourse, which got a great response on uh, the Western Reddit. Thank you to all our listeners. I don't know if we're gonna post this on there again because I don't want to spam it. But yeah, I was also thinking that. But. All twenty. If you're listening, if you're listening to this, all our Reddit commenters, we appreciate you. Uh, we love you, in that way that, uh, not in like a family or a friend or a significant other way. In a way that in, we, a, in we an abstract you. way. In an, in an appreciation yeah. way. Honestly, we don't really love you. To be real, we, we appreciate you though. Sorry, I mis misspoke earlier. Hyperbole. But thank you, Reddit. It's called hyperbole. Another thing about Reddit I want to talk about is, what are you other than our about? wonderful fans, what do you want to talk about? On all ten of our listeners. All I don't... Hey, total views was like 60, but yeah. honestly, so, I viewed it 59 times, so I guess... All did you view it once? Our, I, I, yeah. I didn't listen to it. Oh, no, all one of our... No. But, uh... I saw this playlist of all of Bill Burr's, like, YouTube clips that he's made himself, like, all his tours of cities that he takes you on when he goes on tour, and, like, all the... Like, every... Pretty much everything he's ever put on the internet on one Reddit post, so some guy, like, compiled it. Wow. And it was amazing. Because I love that guy. How long was it, though? It was just links. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. true, true, true. So you could just pick which ones you want. Yeah, yeah. It was sick. That actually is nice. So yeah. if you if you like Bill Burr, I recommend Find finding it. that playlist. Just Find Google Reddit. Playlist. playlist. Just Google Reddit and then scan through every Reddit page until you find it. You know You'll people who are like inspirational to you, but you wouldn't say you wouldn't say that about them. You know what I mean? Like people who are kind of not considered inspirational, but you know you just like them a lot. I think oh, Joe, yeah. Bill Burr. Joe Rogan, there are people like that. Joe Rogan is actually inspirational, but Bill Burr I just like, you know? Joe Rogan just makes me want to do things. Yeah. Joe Rogan... Like start this podcast. Yeah. 
I don't know. No, if that's he, not true. He didn't make me. He didn't inspire me to start this podcast. But even today, I was listening to him with Joey Diaz, and he just makes me want to do things with my life. Like he makes me so motivated to do things. It's crazy. He he brings in a bunch of different perspectives, but it is. It's cool, and he's never shout out Joe Rogan. Uh, we're gonna be directing a lot of traffic to your site. Yeah, exactly. All our fans, all, all, <laughs> all four of them. Uh, but he's so unbiased. Yeah, he's sick. It's, yeah. it's hard to believe. I don't agree with him on everything, of course, but of course not. you're not, you're not going to agree with anybody. He allows a lot of like everyone to speak. It's He's a really good interviewer. First he's of all. got the art down. He does have the art down. It's really impressive. There's a lot of great stuff on. Considering podcasting, uh, like I said, Bill Burr got me into the world of podcasting, and then I discovered other podcasts like Revisionist History and Serial. And oh, I watched. All, I, I listened to Serial and uh, like a bunch of other ones. I was Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh, that, that, that's, World War One. That's what you got you into the World podcast. War One uh, section. I think podcasts are a form of media that are underappreciated. Underappreciated right now, but it's coming. It's becoming big now. People know about yeah. it. Yeah, I got a lot of my friends into podcasts. It's gonna take over radio. That's the. It's way better thing. than radio. It's way better because you get to pick the personalities. Seconds. You get to pick the person that you get the personalities you want. It's great. And speaking of media. In my uh, film class the other day, I watched the craziest movie. It was honestly so cool. Mm -hmm. It was, um, what was it called? I don't know, but it was both the end of the world, but it was shot in Toronto, and it was completely by Canadians and things. Mm. So it was a really weird perspective of a disaster movie. It was the, the Canadian version of a disaster movie, and it took every like traditional cliche of a disaster movie and just didn't do it, but still had a great disaster movie. Okay. So like, everyone dies at the end. Oh, so there's no happy ending. Well, there is, but there is, though, okay. because... I don't know, I can't go through the whole plot, but... What's it, it called so people know? I don't remember. Uh, it's going to bug me. It's I hate trying to remember dumb stuff like that, because I don't know what I'm going to watch yeah. when I go to film class, so I don't ever, like, even look at the title sometimes. You just, oh, it's the whatever movie. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's really cool. It's really interesting. And it just talked about human personality and human behavior mm -hmm. and what people would do if they knew the world was ending. Yeah, that's because everyone, you get, they got like a six month notice. It was like a solar flare that killed everyone. I actually, uh, I read a book about that. It was called, it was by uh, one of those young adult writers. I, I wrote, read it when I was very young. I think it was called The End of Days or something. Eric sure. Walters, is, is that him? Eric, Eric Walters is a, like a, a writer. Yeah, it's I'm him. I'm not sure. Okay, if, if, if he's a writer, it's him. Um, he wrote a book and the scientists discovered an asteroid coming to Earth like 20 years before it was going to happen. And then it talks about the 20 years like, after it was announced. So like society completely collapses. Really? Because like, scientists can't figure out how to stop it. Like, they try to nuke it. And then at the end, they just build an underground colony. But it's... Sorry, I just ruined the book for anybody wanting to read young adult fiction at this age. <laughs> listening to this podcast. Wow. But it was a good book. Like, I think that's very interesting to think about. If we knew the world was going to end X amount of time from now, how would society react? I think it would be true. I think it would go into chaos. I don't know. I, I don't think... I, I don't know. It's well, hard people to wouldn't give a fuck, bro. I think people... What this movie was trying to argue anyways... Sorry for my swear there. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. True. What this movie was trying to argue anyways is that people wouldn't go crazy. They would accept death and they would use death to celebrate the life that they had left rather than the life that they missed out on. I think that's a very idealistic outlook. I think, it I think people are going crazy now and the world isn't ending. So it's imagine. True. It's true. You can it's just take people's stuff. It would be crazy, bro. It would be like tutus and hootsies worldwide. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's such a weird thing to think about, like the world ending. Yeah, Tootsie. I said tutu. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I caught that. That was good. Um, what else do you want to talk about today? Oh, Guns. considering 
Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll guns later. Guns. We'll talk about Look at guns. that foreshadowing. But um, considering apocalypses, do you know the Yellowstone Caldera in California? I do not. It's the Yellowstone National Park. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah. There's a volcano there. Yeah. And it erupts every 600,000 to like 800,000 years. Sure. And it's been 600,000 years. And every time it erupts, like North America gets fucked. Like, like three centimeters of ash would be per, like would get on Toronto, for example, if it really yeah that's wow. so that far out. And it's in uh, it's on the border of Nevada and California. So like the entire area would be destroyed and. Thing with Los Angeles alone. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would be a terrible scenario, and it could happen any minute. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah. What was going back to young adult fiction? What was the book that got you into like young adult fiction? Because I think that's what determined whether you were a, a person who read a lot as a young child, yeah. as, as a young adult rather, mm -hmm. like 13, 14 years old. You're starting to actually start to read novels. Yeah. What was the book that got you into Harry that? Potter's Chamber of Harry Secrets. Potter. I read the second I one never, first. I was never a big Harry Potter fan. My parents bought it for me. When I was a young lad in Germany, and then I read it in German, the second one. It took me a long time. It was a thick book, and I, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for that book when at that age I got it. But I, my parents wouldn't buy me any of the books until I finished that one. So you muscled. So I grinded it. through that, and then when I left the wonderful land of Germany to come to Canada, uh, I read it all again in English, and it was sick. And I'll say the English is better. Really, I'm I'm sure it's. You never know. I was a little kid. I yeah. don't really remember reading the German one. It all melds together. True. But, but yeah, that, that book... How that, old were you in Germany when you read that book? I was young. Because it's a... Eight. It's not an... I was eight. It's not an easy read because it's so dense. Maybe even younger, seven. Wow. Yeah. Probably wow. seven, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, the... You know how the first three Harry Potter books are pretty thin and then it gets... It gets progressively thicker. Yeah, like, from fourth, from Goblet of Fire onto the other ones, they're... Gigantic books. My little brother is actually reading them right now. But um, the German one, the the second, the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. It's it was as thick as the fourth book, I would say. Because wow, really? when they translated, I guess it would. It was also hardcover, so that probably adds to the size of it. But wow. yeah, I guess there's more words in yeah. Germany. In I was German. Narnia. That was my Narnia? Yeah. my book. I've read those books as well. Because I watched the movie, and I loved it. I loved. I was movie. super. I was very into medieval times when mm -hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. I thought knights and castles and catapults were always like, yeah. so interesting. I love thinking about the times. And I even still kind of think about that. I love reading history. I love reading like Charles Dickens. He provides a lot of insight into history. But you like the classics, huh? I love classics. I think you can't, yeah, you can't get better than the classics. I haven't read many classics. Recently, have you noticed that when you got like more electronic devices? When I was a kid, I didn't have many things. I had my PSP. Same with me. And... You can only play that so much, you get bored of it, so I read a lot. Same. But when I got my laptop and I got the internet, my life changed. I'd stopped reading books, and it was terrible. For me, it was when we got a PS3. I, that was it all first, came together with me. Like, that was my first... slowly all... Okay. I amassed all these electronics, okay. but it was a slow decline. But now it's picking up more as I mature and I'm growing. As I'm starting to mature, I'm just starting to use the internet for more informative yeah. ways. Like When I was a kid, I would play Farmville and just random yeah. stuff like that and just kill... Just kill time, right? There's not no other better way of saying it. You're just literally doing nothing with your time. But now I'm starting to read, like, I even tried to start to read, like, scholarly articles mm -hmm. on space and just weird things that interest me. Yeah. And so, like, The good nice thing as a kid, though, them. when I was on the internet, I did, I read, like, a bunch of Wikipedia articles, to be honest. I did, like, I think my general knowledge is The random? Good. The random? Yeah, no, I just yeah, went on like Wikipedia that. on something that I was interested in, and you'd get taken other places. So I amassed a lot of knowledge that way, I think. Uh, I think a lot of people would actually say that if 
if they're honest. Wikipedia probably made a lot of people a lot smarter than they than they are, and they don't attribute it to that. That's true, because Wikipedia is so easy, and yeah. the information is a lot more reliable than mm -hmm. a lot of people say. Yeah. Well, it's not good to use in like, no in a, cite it or anything, but no. if you're just reading to exactly. know. And you can always double check with other for shows. general knowledge yeah. when you're just trying to figure out general knowledge. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. It's amazing. It's like an encyclopedia. You're not you're not going to base everything off the. And encyclopedia. they don't monetize it. They ask for yeah. donations only. I, I will start donating once I once I get a salary to Wikipedia. I think it's a valuable service. It is. Who is it? Just like a company? No, it's a guy. Like there's a guy who did it, and then I assume it's a huge company now. It's for all for free. They probably have a lot of costs. They need they need those exactly. Donations. That's They're, what I mean. Like even the, the servers, servers alone. Yeah. yeah, the servers oh God, alone. That cost a lot of money. But, uh, yeah. So we want to talk about guns? We're talking about it. Yeah, let's get talking on guns. I guns. love guns. I love all guns. I See, I'm them. from the country. Mm -hmm. I'm from a small town outside of Sound. I think we should talk about ourselves and how our past shapes our perspective on this. So you go first. How my past shapes my perspective on yeah. guns? So I grew up in a very small farm town. Oh, look, oh, somebody's here. This is we have We have a guest. This is the dormitory discourse Hello? where people enter. How's it going? Welcome, Luke Duncan, Luke to our Duncan. podcast. Thirteen <laughs> minutes in, right at the meaty part. You got, you came at a good you time. You came at a good time. Have a seat, sir. Always do. Luke came with some stir fry and rice. Yeah. Some uh, food from the eastern part of the world, somewhere Luke's not from. Some as you can tell. A diverse kind of yeah. guy, you know. He's Canadian, you know. It's diversified. He's embraced multiculturalism. Actually, speaking of that, do you think that's a good thing for Canada to be so multicultural, or there's, do you think it's a bad thing? There's a difference between, like, multiculturalism as a concept. There's a lot of debate on what it means, but a lot of people think that that uh, the segmentation of culture like and people ghettoizing themselves and only living amongst their own like ethnic group, that's really bad. And that, that's starting to happen in Canada, especially in the Greater Toronto area. Especially in Toronto. Yeah, especially that's Toronto. not good, but if people keep their culture and manage to assimilate to Canadian society, like speak the language and... It's like that, that Simpsons meme. Is that you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a, a meme from Luke today, yeah. and it was just like every like... GTA, GTA city mm. and what like, culture they're known for. Yeah, is is pretty funny. So as it's not even that's not even bad inherently, but when it gets so big that yeah. it starts developing like a whole different kind of way of living. Like their own there. country within yeah. a country. Yeah. Because I, I agree with you. Because that's when people start to feel like they're not a part mm -hmm. of something, right? It is completely understandable though when you come here and you don't speak the language and there's it's a bunch hard. of people like millions I, of I people who speak the it. same language as you and you, you can just adapt easily. It would be, be kind of sick. But it's not good long well, you were term. telling me, like, what city do you think, like, you could get along with only speaking... It's, if, like, in certain areas of Markham, you could probably get along just speaking Chinese or Mandarin. That's crazy. In certain That's areas so of Brampton, you could probably uh, get along just speaking Punjabi or Hindi. Wow. For sure. There's, like, because all the shop owners in Scarborough, too, right? I'm not too sure. I'm, I've never, like, I've never ventured to Scarborough. But I know in, in Brampton and stuff... Yeah. Like, you should, like, you're going you to need to speak English. Yeah, exactly. Like, but if you really wanted to, like, if you're an old lady or if you're an old man, you don't really need to, to be honest. That's crazy. That, that has repercussions, like, in the long term. Oh, of course. But Because all of a sudden people can't went to high school, school their, uh, their family was from Brampton or whatever. They have people that live And they there. moved? Yeah. And then uh, their, like, older grandparents or whatever, they didn't speak English at all. Mm -hmm. They didn't need to. Well, the thing is... That's a problem, but the kids will always speak English. Speak English and come into society exactly. when they go to school. So it's not even that big of a deal. So generally, yeah, pro multicultural. But also say. with language, do you think that the the French immersion program in Canada has been hijacked by uh, people just trying to like better their kids? They put their kids right. in French immersion not because they enjoy the culture of. Oh, we have another guest. Brendan is back from round two. 
The the dormitory dormitory discourse. The seasoned vet of the dormitory <laughs> discourse. Yeah, all two episodes he's been in them. So, yeah. Brennan, actually, here, I'm just about to pose the question to the group. Do you think that the French Immersion Program in Canada has been hijacked by people who are just trying to boost uh, their job perspectives in the future rather than enjoy the French culture and actually respect French speakers? Um, I would say that it's just meant purely for the resume. I know for myself, I wasn't, I, agree. I, agree. I wasn't that interested in French for a little while, but then when I got to grade 8 going into high school, I was, um, I was considering politics as a career. So you're and so to I was that like French immersion, bro. No, I didn't do French no. immersion, but I took French, uh, just core, core French, French all course. the way through. Well, you have to, right? Um, oh, but not in high no, school. you don't have to. So I did that, and my mom was like, "Oh, you know, good for your job employment and stuff, and it looks nice, especially in Canada. Canada is bilingual." But um, as for actually wanting to learn French, I don't think there are very many people at my high school who were there just because they're passionate. Did your high school French immersion? Uh, <clears throat> no. We had my but high school had it. Too. There was the IB pro. <coughs> program and so people had to take um, French all the way through there if you're in IB. I was in that program. I had to take French in grade 9 and 10. I'm glad I did that, that I had to because I terrible. wouldn't have taken. Yeah, Luke doesn't like the food. Oh, Stick with what you know, Luke. Stir fry. Uh, yeah, come on, Luke. <laughs> we should just go to burger and fries. Yeah. You wouldn't know. They had that today, too. It was yeah. out. Oh, really? Oh, so you got okay. stuck with a stir fry. I didn't want pizza because I had that last night. I had the lasagna. I had that, I had that for dinner. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I was limited with my options, and I wasn't getting curly fries because, like, you kind of look like you're five when you're walking up with curly fries. Yeah, and Andre did. So, you know. but back on topic, uh, French immer like, what were we talking about? French, French immersion, immersion programs yeah. being hijacked to only. I don't produce think that's a problem though. If people are learning French, that's the whole point of it, right? If you're learning French, you're learning French either way. So it doesn't I matter about what you're learning. Like, I think at least then the classroom vibe is different. Just because if you're there and you want to learn French, mm. you're going to be doing so much stuff outside of the classroom trying to increase your vocabulary and stuff. And I know from like my well, Kids start at like age five and six. They're not excited yeah. about learning French and French immersion. It's same thing as the parents. You're not excited, to go, parents. To, you're not excited to go to English. Like you're not excited to go to English class usually either. Yeah. No, but just, I mean, if the kids have a fun time in French, then, then they look forward to it, right? Yeah. And they, they want to do their stuff for it. But I know I just did core French, right? And so there are people in that class including myself, who did, like, no work for the class. Because just, like, okay, forget French. Like, I'm not really interested. You're just in there it. for the easy credit. Yeah, just there. It wasn't easy. Of course well, not. I, it got I, easy I towards the end. I only, took, yeah. I only took French in grade 9 because I'm not very good with languages mm -hmm. at all. So, you haven't tried I'm French, man. French is a different I tried Italian, language. too. I tried to learn Italian. Oh, okay. Failed. I used, like, Duolingo, like, every day yeah. for how oh, long? Yeah. Like, a couple months. <laughs> And then, because we were going we to Italy, to Italy yeah. as a family trip, so for the like three months like before the trip, I tried to learn Italian, and then I got there and I couldn't. And then you're like, do nah. anything. <laughs> yeah, she had some ads on this thing. We were trying to. Anybody want to sponsor us? Let us know, man. No. Dormitory discourse no. at gmail.com. That's so sellouty, though. Like, no, not yet. You can make it fun. I'm a university yeah. student. I need money. This yeah. is <laughs> our second episode. We're not like, yo, we're so big. Yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't you know. You know what I mean? It'll be funny. That's what makes If we Bill, grow it, you know? That's what makes Bill Burr is awesome. MeUndies, you know? Yeah, yeah Luke's another Bill Burr fan. Yeah, MeUndies is good. MeUndies is good, yeah. Well, I, let's not talk about companies when they're not paying us. How about that? You know what, though? I don't respect the MeUndies. I don't respect MeUndies. Anyone who gets Sorry, what? What undies? Just there's yeah. We don't we don't talk about companies on this podcast. Alright, fine. I don't talk. I don't respect. I don't, talk about I don't respect any under underwear company except for like Columbia. Columbia like, makes cheap. I don't know. Like, you know those like Walmart brands. Like, Tulum. Like, 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 like Hanes brand. Like, yeah, exactly. Hanes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, 
You don't need to buy like forty dollar pairs of underwear. And, unless you're Kevin O'Leary. You gotta flex, bro. You get hundred. No, like who? Who are you flexing to yourself? You put them on forty bucks, man. I know they're cheap. Oh crap! I said it. Anyway, see, it's just a great product. It is a great product. I don't know. I don't know. I've never used it. You know what? It's a great product though. Miller Lite. Miller Lite's a great product. The long pause for dramatic effect. Miller Lite's great. Good sponsorship there. Sorry, this uh, podcast has been going everywhere. Hopefully it's not too hard for you to keep up. That was a complaint last time, but I get, we're just trying to make a conversation. Someone complained last time? Well, they weren't complaining. They were just trying to give construct- comments? constructive uh, yeah, criticism. Really. Yeah. And they said it was a little hard to follow along, and I, I can see where they're coming from, but it's just a conversation. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, it's conversations. Imagine you're just talking to your friends. We're your friends. Relaxing some friends, yeah. just t- tune into the dormitory discourse. You can be, well, and it's free. You don't have to pay. Yeah, you can be my friend. Yeah, as long as we're not your real friends expect stuff from you. Like we don't expect anything from you. Other than our, other you listening to our podcast. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And you're doing that for yourself. Let's be honest. <laughs> Anyways, back on topic. Gun. We're talking guns. about guns. We're and gonna talk about guns, yes, but we got interrupted Luke, by Luke French immersion and yeah. But we're back on guns. So. What we're going to do before we talk about guns is we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves and why we have this point of view because like, why obviously we, your past shapes yeah, who you yeah. are. So Kyler was going to start, he lives in the middle of nowhere. Right when Luke was walking in and then Brennan walked in subsequently. And, <laughs> so it worked out now. Everyone's here. We can get a full-on conversation about guns. Well, guns. Ooh. Oh, we might have another guest. Special surprise later. Special surprise guest potentially. Yeah. We don't even know if he's got to the door. <laughs> Yes. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe Actually, if that if that would be a surprise to me if yeah. Bill Burr walked through that door. <laughs> Being I like Joe Rogan. So that'd be cool to see him come in. But yeah. All right. We're sucking Bill Burr's day. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> Please, Bill Burr, listen to me. Uh, so anyways, yeah, I grew up in small town Ontario, just south of Owen Sound. Population like seven thousand in my nearest town. I lived outside on a farm, so I'm. I don't know, I'm more country than the rest of these guys. I wouldn't consider myself a country person. Cause you are a country person. No, but there's people who take it so much further. Nah, your name, you know your I mean? nickname on this floor is Country Boy. Yeah, but it's because I'm, I'm the closest to a country person. All right, yeah. But I don't think people need a whole lot of guns. I don't, I don't think that people need to have so many guns because they need to protect themselves. Because the more guns you put into society, the more po- uh, bigger possibilities of gun accidents happening. So that's, I don't know, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Uh, my family has been known to like hunt in the past. Like all my friends hunt. So I definitely say I'm a little bit more conservative when it comes to gun. Actually, I don't know if I'm conservative when it comes to gun laws, but for a Canadian perspective, I think I'm pretty conservative. Uh, I believe that people should have guns. I just think that the excess that people have sometimes is a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. People need to have handguns and stuff. Even for recreational shooting, you don't need... Like, I think guns, if you want a gun, long guns are the standard, though. I know, but if you want the pro, like the Canadian, I'm a big fan of Canadian gun laws. I think I think Canadian gun laws are really well. Yeah. Thought. So, from my research, how you get a gun in Canada is you do some, you do a, like a weekend course, and like firearm safety training. Then you like write a test, and then you get your license, and you can go buy a gun. And then if you want a handgun or a semi-automatic rifle, you got to get the restricted one. So you got to do even more, and it costs you like a couple hundred bucks, but it's pretty good. And all the guns are registered. And the they're RCMP, not, no, they're not. are they not? No, not anymore. Uh, that was taken out by Steve okay. Pepper. But like handguns and like long, semi-automatic. The long gun, the long gun registry. At least the, like the restrictive PAL guns are registered. Yeah, so they are. They where are. you can do most damage, and the RCMP can take your gun like any time for if you like commit a crime. Yeah, and you need to keep it locked up and stuff. Yeah, you're not using it. 
So that's pretty cool. So if you wanted like an AR-15 to shoot at the range, you can get one in Ontario. It's not that hard. It's perfect. It is. It, it's not easy. But it's not hard. Like you can go. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't it's say just, it's. It probably costs a lot more too here. And it's a lot more time consuming. You can't just yeah. walk into a gun store. Of course, yeah. It shouldn't like, be easy. But it should, it's not. No, I know. But it's not like a huge hassle or anything. If you really want it, you can get it. Yeah. And you, you have no. And criminal you would record. never. Yeah. And they so I think that's, through that's intensive cool. screening. Yeah. What age you have to be? Eighteen. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not, I'm sure. not sure. I don't want to say that. I Maybe know, 21. I to don't get the hunting <coughs> license, you need to be 16 to like actually have your own, to have your own, not the hunting license, but to have your own gun that you own and yeah. it's your gun and you're allowed to shoot it. You have to be 16 for young. a long gun. Yeah, that's very young. The problem with... I wouldn't consider that young at all. Yeah. What do you think, Luke? I think that's pretty young. But uh, in terms of guns overall, I think like um, what causes most damage is also obviously the, like the semi-automatics and stuff, mm -hmm. right? And I think those like... I don't see much use for those and like true, yeah. for people to own like personally. Mm -hmm. So and like if you look at all the big shootings in the states, like none of them, no one walks into a school and shoots mm -hmm. it up with a pistol. So like, Virginia that's Tech. Like, yeah, it's just not as common though, right? True. Like, and yeah, you're right. It you're doesn't right. do as much. Well, damage. they're still semi-automatic the pistols. Yeah, most of them, yeah. So. But like I'm talking like an AR-15 yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So with yeah. a lot of rounds. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's what the major problem is. But I I think the problem in the states is if even if they ban them. It's they too can't late. get them off the street. It's and too late. The way the I understand the AR-15, the gun that's on the news all the time, is you like put it together so you can get parts like different mm -hmm. parts and yeah. you can like assemble it. So like there's no way they can take those well, off the market. Podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know where. I, I forget, I forget. It was probably Bill Burr's podcast. Yeah, another Bill Burr. Sorry for the heavy content, but like you put it together so yeah. there's no way you can get them all off the street. So no, if somebody yeah, really yeah. wants one, even after it becomes illegal, that's the big problem. And so should they arm teachers? No. Before no. no, before we get into that, just let me say one more thing. I did not realize how crazy the bump stocks were. Have you guys seen the videos of like how bump stocks actually work? No. They make guns like automatic. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. I saw a video of a very like southern man who did not believe that bump stocks were very uh, effective mm -hmm. for increasing the rate of fire of a gun, and he put it on, and as soon as he started shooting, it was just he went like whoa, like holy, oh. like, that was crazy. So how it works basically is it uses the recoil to push the trigger. So whenever you pull the trigger back, your finger stays in the same spot and the gun just bounces with it. So you just Jeez. pull the gun back and it just instantly goes. The guy in La Las Vegas did that, right? When he killed all those people? That's what he used? I'm, I'm not sure. I think that's what I'm he used. Sure, like, I think that's a fact, yeah. He used that and that's why the conversation about bump stocks came up, but... They're banning that, I guess. That, they are banning. That's not even a question, now. though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that was allowed from the beginning. I know. I made like any semi-auto. You could attach it to so many different styles of rifles yeah. as well. Just craziness. I think that's like the biggest divide between Canada and the U.S. though, as well as the Second Amendment. Like that's the biggest difference. People are scared in the states, though. Like people are afraid. Like people I know. are scared stuff's gonna happen to them, and that's not Canada. People, everybody, everybody. Just... I wouldn't say people are scared in yeah. Canada. Yeah, well, Canada doesn't have those dumb standard ground laws or whatever that some states uh, have. Some what laws? Sorry? It's like standard ground laws. So oh, if someone's yeah, just yeah. on your property, you can yeah. just pop them up. That's yeah, true. you should yeah. first ask questions. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just crazy to me. Like, why is killing people the first solution, right? It should be the yeah. last. But anyways, arming teachers. Because not, oh. not, obviously not in Canada, but in this situation that the United States finds itself in where there's more guns than people. There's it's like just absurd. More than 300 million guns in circulation. There's, I think, three guns for each household in the U.S. Yeah, so <laughs> something like that. Like, how... You, there's no way you're going to protect anybody until unless you have... Some, I'm going to play more the devil's advocate here. Unless you have either more restrictive gun laws, which 
probably won't work in the states because there's so many in, like out. It would take a long time. It's not that it yeah. wouldn't work. They could grandfather think. it out, but they would have to grandfather it. It out. would take like thirty years or something. Yeah, something years. like that. Yeah, but in the meantime, the arming teachers argument is becoming very prevalent because one Donald Trump put it out there. So what do you guys do out there? Just no, no. Oh, Just both, no. Both my parents are teachers, and um, like the amount of training they'd have to do to actually know how to use the gun and then actually use it, just no. Like, well, what's being argued in Florida actually is that they have 132 hours of gun training before they get armed, and it's optional too. Yeah. So yeah, but then why would any teacher want to do that? I don't know. Just like if you're a cop or a military guy before, that's what they're that's what they're aiming for. Like former military, former. Not every school would have that. Yeah, it's true. No. So I think the school resource officer serves the same purpose. The cops that they have the schools. Yeah. Exactly. But they're not there all the time. That's true. And their schedule is easy to find out. You can just go into their office, say, "Hey, like, what time are you here? Like, I need you, whatever." Right. Also, there's issues of so. If you're gonna spend all this money on that training, then why don't you just spend the same money on someone being there all the time or actually yeah. doing their job as a security guard, right? Well, also, like you don't want like to have a two year old or not a, a like a kid in grade two, and then the teachers just walk around with a gun and stuff. Like there have to be a lot of very stringent rules on like how to handle. It's true gun because as soon as you're putting like you're arming public service workers, mm-hmm. that's and kind of a gray area. Mistakes are gonna be made, and they it's might, kind of a gray area. Leave their like well. if they get. Because I know, like, if you're, like, a young grade teacher or something like that, you would have, uh, your mind might be wandering and stuff, and, like, yeah, you, have a lot of stuff you might there. leave it on the table by accident, and the kid picks it up, and... And then also, uh, I don't think any, it would be an accident like that. I think it would be more an issue if the teacher makes a bad judgment call. Yeah. Or, like, I think they're going to they're gonna have laws requiring teachers to holster it at all times, yeah. or to keep it in a locked box. A teacher would make a bad judgment call, or, like... Some big kid just takes the gun. Mm-hmm. And also... That could happen as well. It could. It's fairly it's easy like to become a teacher nowadays. Like you do your yeah. two years of teacher's college after undergraduate degree, and you don't need a insanely high It's easy to become a teacher, but it's yeah. not easy to actually and get, get hired as no, a teacher. Well, it depends no, on states. Really easy in Canada, it's probably and not. It's but no, in no, America, the is, oh, maybe is that, there's a lot Unless of... you want to teach French, going back to her. There's a lot of interesting teachers who can be whack. And so sometimes you don't want them to have a gun. Well, of course they wouldn't just be giving guns to anyone who signs up. Yeah, there'd be vigorous mental that? mental evaluation. Yeah, but they how are they be... gonna have the time for all that? In principle, it's, it's not wrong. Like I think it, it's possible, but somebody's gonna make a mistake. Hundred percent, somebody's gonna make a mistake. Hundred percent. But the implementation, I don't think wouldn't that wouldn't be the issue. Mm-hmm. I don't think the implementation would be the issue. Or, I think it would be a mistake made by the actual teacher. I don't think they would give it to the wrong hands necessarily. I think yeah, they would, but like you don't know on who's the right person until they're in the situation, you know. So like the guy could do well in training, of do course, all that. Of course. So, but like when you're in that situation, you don't know who's, who has what it takes. You know what I mean? Uh, and even cops miss shots all the time. Like professional trained, that's their job. Of, mm-hmm. of course, they're gonna miss. They hit pedestrians sometimes. Like it happens. Yeah. And in a school, you don't really want that to happen. Like shots firing, and these guys aren't cops. These just regular teachers. Yeah. So, and if they miss, like that's a big deal. Yeah. Of so honestly, I think. That a police officer is going to have so much more training in shooting a gun than a teacher would have. But it's, and so you have to keep the, in mind, 132 hours of gun yeah. training, yeah. that's a long I know, but training. that still... Well, a police officer over nothing. their career yeah. would probably, like, there's probably... Oh, of course, yes. of course, of course. And police officer is better trained than a, than <laughs> a teacher. It's a completely different that, environment. When you're shooting someone running or something in the streets while shooting with kids, ev- kids running everywhere, right? And you don't want to hit any of them. But that's so not that's what school shootings different. are. It's not kids running everywhere necessarily. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, well, okay, well, lockdown it, kind of stuff. But still, if someone comes in 
and all the kids are going to be freaking out, right? But the kids aren't just going to be running around really nilly. No, but if someone like runs if, into if, the room, but they're the not teacher, just going to be standing the there. The teacher will stand their ground in their room, and yeah. I, if I was the teacher, if I was in that situation, I would have the kids to the back of the room, yeah, you have away from the door, and, and I would just be on the door if I had the gun. Yeah. So where's the mistake? Yeah, but then they just go boom, 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 right through the door. The, the gunman yeah. is going to just shoot right through the door yeah. and hope to hit the teacher? He doesn't care who he hits. He just goes boom, boom, boom. It could be. <laughs> I don't think either. What I'm trying to say is, but, like, mistakes are going to be made. Like, same with the death. Like, it's the same logic I have with the death penalty. Like, in essence, it's not a bad thing. No, but, I, I, but you're going to get the wrong guy. Same with this. Like, there's Anytime you get the wrong guy, it's yeah. bad. No, I think the question here is, do you think the solution to guns is more guns? And I think the solution isn't more guns to guns. That's, I, think I that's know, the but core issue. there's no other, like, if you even ban the guns, there's, like, so many yeah, guns but, that there's... Okay, yeah, but it's still going to be a deterrence, right? People are going to be, okay, I shouldn't have a gun. But now people think, oh, Second Amendment, I deserve my right to the gun and yeah. stuff, right? I so, think a more effective method, instead of banning the guns, would be just making it harder to get, you know? Just yeah. I, think that's what, I think what Canada has is a great, yeah. a great system. Because if you want a gun... You have no problem getting a gun. Mm -hmm. If you're mentally sound, you have no criminal record, and you are going to be a responsible gun owner. Yeah. But if you aren't one of those three, you will not get a gun, which is important to keep the gun. And there's like a, like a significant amount of guns in Canada. Like last statistics I saw was like 7 million. So, and But that's, that's actually not a lot considering the U.S. I know. Like our biggest cultural influencer, we should have a lot no, more. No, but like world... Uh, like ranked like per capita, we're True. we're top ten, so of course we are though, just because of our history, yeah, right? So I think it, I think it makes sense to have people wait a little bit longer, maybe a waiting period, because if you're gonna shoot up a school, like there's a lot, there's gonna be mental health issues that if there was any screening or anything, they're gonna get that. Almost, Unless you're like like uh, of course some people are gonna fall through the cracks, but it's working well here. So. Yeah, almost all crimes are mental health yeah. and drug abuse. That's what it always comes down to, it seems. So I think those are the biggest social issues that are going to be tackled moving And forward. even in the States of Florida, they knew about this kid. Yeah, that FBI well, knew, yeah. They knew. They, this guy said he was going to do it, and they went to his house On a YouTube stuff. comment. But No, they went no, to his no, house. The yeah. FBI knew about it. Yeah. I know the FBI. I know that everyone knew about it, but you can't take YouTube comments seriously all the time. Like, imagine the police come to your it's house some, and but you say... Somebody, but like somebody friends, close yeah. to him yeah. reported to the One FBI. One of his friends like, reported him. FBI. Yeah, that's how they found oh, out. Oh, really? Not just yeah. from a random I YouTube thought it was comment. just the YouTube comment. I no, didn't hear like, about it. Well, it was the YouTube comment. Somebody like told mm -hmm. them about it. But like, there was a lot of mistakes made in that specific case, just based on like just law enforcement. Like, it wasn't the job wasn't done right. <laughs> but it's really hard. Like even with especially with terrorism and stuff like this, when yeah. like lone wolf kind of stuff, there's no way you can get everybody. Exactly. Yeah, and you, there it comes where the line is between someone's privacy mm -hmm. and getting that information yeah, you, to prevent something. It's true. So. so that's why the Second Amendment actually. Like, in essence, it's good. Like, I come from Ethiopia originally, and they took all the guns and they oppressed the people. So I think if people are armed, like, responsible people, like, like if you had gun laws where you could get guns and you could stand your ground, like, I think it would be good. It would just, it, it's a nice way to protect yourself. It's, it's good, but I don't know. It's, it's a complicated issue, you know what I mean? It is, of yeah. course. And once you've kind of gone down that rabbit hole, it's hard to get your way out That's of it. True. Right, like so, the U.S. I think the they're US too far. Too far yeah. They're too far gone at this point. They let it like foster, and they didn't stop it when they could have, mm -hmm. and now it's too late. And even with the Second Amendment, with current military technology, I don't think like the guns on the market would do anything compared to like the drones and the tanks. And of all course. That. So, I don't know. It could be changed. It's just an amendment to the Constitution. Why not amend it again? You know.
Just a but I words on a piece of paper. But you can't though. The U.S. public is just too passionate. Not in, not in reality, but in theory, you know. It's just exactly. It's just, and actually, what I was telling my parents actually the other day was school shootings are going to stop once the people who have been affected by them personally get in power. Right. Yeah. So you see these kids are going on different like Fox News, like whatever CNN, doing interviews, telling people how they feel. Those are going to be the next people who of the U.S. who are running for parliament or not parliament, sorry, running for Congress, Congress, yeah. things like that. So they're the ones making the changes in the future. Yeah, of course, stuff is going to change when people are in our generation get into power. But I think there's a huge divide between the government right now and what the public the, even wants. I think so. I think more so what the youth is going to want, though. Yeah, but like compared to just polling right now on specific laws that people want to get passed, Congress isn't doing it. Like gun control, I think the public wants that. Like from the polling I've seen, like significantly, like just limiting gun control. Yeah. And Congress isn't doing it because of special interest groups and NRA. Yeah. Well, I think the American American democracy is very broken, and it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't even consider it a democracy. The party system anymore. is no good. Because you can legally bribe politicians. There's corporations can donate as much money as they want. There's no campaign donation limits. It's it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a revolving door. Oh, people in corporations uh, such as Goldman Sachs end up working in the Secretary of the Treasury. They yeah. just keep on going round and round. Exactly. And corporations run the country. Mm-hmm. And oh, I heard this guy who uh, whose investment strategy was to buy gun stocks after school shootings, and he made a lot of money. Right. Really? Yeah, they always go up and you sell them a couple days later when oh, they return. Everyone around. wants to buy them yeah. to protect themselves. Yeah. yeah so there's that, there's a huge market for that too. So there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of money in it too. Well, of course, guns are just the most debated topic right now in pop culture and in politics. Yeah. Have you guys seen uh, John Oliver's NRA thing where he talks about NRA TV, like yeah. their propaganda arm? It was I, hilarious. I saw it. it I've dope. seen it, but I couldn't like remember it. Right now. No, it was a recent one. It was not that one that came out on Sunday. Oh, geez. The, the weekend no. before, maybe. I and think he's done other... Yeah, he did one on the NRA, but this was specifically about their TV channel. Oh, true. And they have a lot of stuff where they, like, try to market guns to women, for example. They have women gun shows. Oh, and it's yes. like, you know those infomercials on TV where they bring out purses and stuff? It's the same thing, but for guns and gun <laughs> accessories. And they have some, like, scary propaganda where they say, like, cartels from Mexico and sex traffickers, they're in every... ISIS is in every American city... You gotta protect yourself, and AR-15 really? is the best way to protect yourself. Wow. And like, they were like scaring people, like it was terrifying. So like, there's a huge propaganda arm of the NRA. Wow, actually, I wasn't aware. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I can't imagine one certain interest group getting that influential that they can well, put out their own propaganda and no one, yeah, says what are you doing, right? No one calls them out on it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's the. It's not. We can't make a difference. It's not no, our country. But I love. I love Canada. I love Canada as well. I was just going to say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I think Canada is the most beautiful country in the world. Yeah. We, we might, might be a little bit awry, awry with oh. the free speech issues we have in this country. Oh yeah. Oh. Like, what was that, Bill? I think we've gone a little too right? far. Oh, God, we went a little far on that, but honestly, you're not getting arrested for what you say now in Canada anyway. No. So. And <laughs> I, I, I looked at what hate speech in the law means, and it's just. Uh, Advocating genocide. That's what literally... Really? More, more than, less than that. No, that's what it says in Canadian criminal law. Code. Really? Hate speech is ad- the advocation of genocide. So I, think I that's, thought it that's was the advocation of violence towards another no, identifiable genocide. group. Genocide against an ad- identifiable group. But I, I think a judge might interpret violence maybe yeah. as the same yeah. thing. I don't know. But the, I read the criminal code. When people are like talking about, oh, Canada is... And, like, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. So Exactly. 
But people have taken it so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, but that's outside the courts. Like, that's out, like the human rights tribunals and stuff. That's where it's getting a little, a little further to the left than it should be. Of course. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people aren't willing to accept other opinions yeah, lately, true. it seems. Especially on the university yeah. campuses. On mm-hmm. social justice warriors. Or on r slash politics yeah. on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Tying it all back. Yeah. But yeah, I think generally Canada is probably one of the best places to live. You don't get taxed like the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, it's top ten. Yeah, get your health care. And there's still, you can start your own business, you can be successful as well. Of course. You have anything to say, Luke? It's the perfect, it's the perfect yeah. mix. Yeah. Luke, do you think yeah. Canada is the best country to live? I don't know if it's the best, but it's, it's up there for sure. Um, I haven't really lived in any other country, so yeah. I, don't, I don't It's true. That's know, true. right? Like, I'd love to live in Monaco. Looks definitely nice. are like a lot of other good countries, <laughs> but... Yeah, it's definitely up there for sure. Yeah. You can't really complain about too too much. So yeah, I'd say it along with northern European countries are like best places to live. The, the west is the best, both, right? So the so west is the best. The west is the best. Hear that, China? Yeah. Take it from us. Here, the everybody else, we're the best. Come, we're gonna get banned in China, Jonas. We're missing over like All a seventh right. of the population. Another interesting thing about China, I read this article about the Economist, and it was saying there's this huge um, gender disparity, right, between males and females. In and China? Yeah, mm. um, because of the one-child uh, policy. Oh, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ended the one-child policy, but the effects are still coming through. There's something around a deficit of 70 million women. And so in China, it's customary uh, for the groom to give the bride some money, some land. And so bride prices have shot up. And so all the women in poor rural areas are moving into the city and uh, marrying up. Mm. While all the men in the rural oh, areas... Yeah. Are getting stuck to single lives, and they're really? saying how that's going to affect. That could kill a rural life. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard this somewhere. Um, I don't know where. A couple years ago, but it popped in my head. But on that note, uh, homosexuality in China is on the rise too, because because of that problem. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they realized. I don't know if that could really like. I don't know, but no, it makes sense. If yeah. It, it, yeah, I guess so. Maybe it's because the world is moving into a yeah. more progressive age too. That could be part two, but yeah. If there was only men getting born. Well, like, I know that, like, countries like uh, Japan have, like, issues with, like, population growth, right? Like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're very stagnant in terms of... That's scary, though. There's, like, here, if it's 50-50, right? Or f- it's a little more it's, women than men. Yeah, yeah a little bit. It's like 50 yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, right. yeah, it's nothing significant. Yeah, Yeah, because the one-child policy, they people wouldn't want Yeah, they wouldn't want right? women. So, yeah, like, they thought men would care for them better and stuff. So... I know in Canada they uh, started, they stopped giving out the, for some cases, like early on, they stopped giving out the gender of the baby during uh, ultrasounds, because some cult, like Canadian, what a, yeah, they would abort oh, yeah, girls, what a, so like there's a law on that, but I, I don't think that's stood, I, what, I, think there's, I don't know the specifics on that, but that's very interesting as well. What do you guys think about that UC baby stuff, Will they'll screen your, um, like the child ones in the womb and tell you if it's predisposed to autism and stuff, like, what do you I guys think about that? About that. I don't know much about it. Do you guys, do you guys, are you guys a fan of that? I, I know a little bit about it, but I think, I don't know. I it think all comes down to personal to preference. Kid, like, you're going to have a kid. Mm-hmm. If you're, like, if you're, like, a, yeah. if you plan to have a child yeah. and your wife gets pregnant, mm-hmm. like, I don't think, as me, if they had autism or anything, I, it wouldn't change anything. For and me. it's not even that they have autism, or it's that they're they predisposed. Could, yeah, yeah. So I don't think that would change anything for me personally, mm-hmm. but I can see why people would want that. Especially in a country where abortion is legal in Canada. So. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even say it's necessarily an abortion issue either. It's maybe you're going it to need extra money. Like, 
You know, I know like, what true. if you can't afford to have? Yeah, but a lot of those. It is a big financial burden. Yeah. It is true, right? It's true. So like, I know like families say that it's so it's such a burden if their kid gets oh, paralyzed, yeah, of course, or yeah. like their kid loses a leg and they're in a wheelchair for a while before yeah, they. It takes like a hit over time too, because one parent is likely not to be working as much mm-hmm. too. So there's exactly. a huge financial opportunity cost. Right? So I think that's kind of it too. Like you have to plan a little bit, but I I would agree that probably probably abortion isn't another factor. That we're yeah. going to wanting to know. Uh, a lot of kids, I heard this on a right wing, like a, a pretty biased source, so it might not be right, but a lot of kids with Down syndrome in the States, like, because they can tell beforehand, a lot of kids get aborted that way too, so I, I don't yeah. know. There's a lot, there's a big ethical issue on that. But, like, when you legalize abortion, that's just, like, it's probably a small it's percent of the, the population, but it's, it's one of the ethics issue, ethical issues that come up there. And I think it really comes down to person, personal preference. Yeah. Not personal preference, like as a bad, person, at personal ethical, yeah, like personal moral values. Moral values. There you go. That was a bad word. Teamwork. <laughs> preference. <about>. Teamwork. <laughs> but I think everybody knew what we're trying to say. Yeah. Exactly. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Well, actually, I was gonna say, if you guys could live in any place in the world, where would it be? I'd live in Dublin, Ireland. Shut up with your. I lived there Ireland for two weeks, and it was. So blessed. Two weeks? I thought yeah. you were there for long. I've been two weeks in court. Oh, but the okay. thing is oh, that... You guys are the worst. You guys are so uncultured. Just joking. Luke would <laughs> live in Florida. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> no, look, Dublin is um, arranged or planned so nicely that you don't need a car. You can walk everywhere. Your grocery stores are closed. Whatever you want Most European do, cities sports. are like... Yeah, so it's a really nice place to live. There's not a lot of skyscrapers, but it's still a very urban city. You say that about Toronto. You don't really need a car in Toronto. Toronto's very poorly planned. But like, like if, if you, you want to find a good grocery yeah, store, yeah. you're gonna have to go far if you live downtown and stuff. Like there's metros and stuff, but they're so expensive. Yeah. Well, I, I've never been to Dublin, but I assume <laughs> it's a it's a nice city. I, I would pick uh, somewhere warm. Addis Ababa? No, I'm not living there. I don't want Sorry. rain, cold. <laughs> That's basically it. What's going to So, oh, it, Los Angeles is nice. So, like, no, no, no. Well, like, maybe, like, somewhere even, like, I don't even know, Arizona would be cool. cool. Like, I somewhere oh, be too hot. It'd be too dry. I'd live in Los Angeles if there weren't that oh, many people. Too many people. Too many people. Maybe, like, Fresno or something, you know? Just... Nah, nah like, I'd want to still a big city. I live in London, actually. London, England. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think that's I a beautiful there, city. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of things to do. I, I think I'd want to live in, like, Spain. Or I'd want to live in, like... I wouldn't want to live in Spain with their economy, bro. And their maybe internal like, issues? No. Maybe like not, Australia. Not Spain. Like staying in Greece. Not Australia. Yeah. Dangerous. I think I want to live in Australia. Australia is cool. Melbourne. Melbourne is one of the best cities. Spiders and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay in the city, bro. No, no but I think it's back. like... No, they can just crawl into your yeah. shoe, then you're dead. No, but Australian cultures... Big, no. Australian is it's so cool. It's not that big a deal there. Like, it's not like people are dying from yeah, spider bites yeah, all the time. Yeah, exactly. You know, you always got to be wary. Yeah, like culture shock, bro. They'll get me. They'll smell my fear. Your dog. That's they, yeah, that's how they get you. Wait, have you guys seen that one movie with Will Smith where, um, uh, oh, it's After Earth? Oh, yeah. I haven't and, seen it. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, so essentially, yeah, it was bad. But the aliens with, with, in with it. With his son. With his son, yeah. yeah Jaden. The, the aliens in it, they attack humans. Like, well, they can't see, kind of but bad. they, no, but they smell. Oh, I thought weird. it was, actually, no, I, I did watch After Earth, actually. And he came back to Earth, and, yeah. and all the animals had evolved, like, yeah. they became the, Kings of the Earth. I like one. So they try to kill all these. I like one Will Smith movie. I am legend. That's it. You didn't that's like the one Will Smith movie I've seen. Hancock. Hancock was, Hancock was okay. Yeah. You're not a fan of Men in Black. Men in Black was good too. Yeah, I like it was or, pretty good. Are you a fan of Fresh Prince of Bel Air? That's a good television series. I never it's watched not, it. Not a movie really, though. It's not a movie. Yeah, it counts. So. Will Smith has had a successful career, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Sounds a little weird. Kids are a little weird. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't like Jaden Smith Twitter. Actually, I don't like Jaden oh, Smith. Oh, and he did that one deleted Twitter. Wait, what was that one he deleted? song he did? Oh, okay. Wow. He did that one song or whatever, right, where he called himself an icon or something. Yeah, his new album is actually not bad, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he has a couple of good songs on there. But, yeah, we uh, listened to it before in uh, Austin's room. Yeah, yeah. He we played the song, it was alright. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Definitely better music out there. Music is such a great... I love music. Music is such a great medium. I'm going to pack it up. All right. I, enjoy, I enjoy being on this. I'll be back for next week. All right. All right. Good to hear. Have a good day, Luke. Yeah, take care good of night. Take care of my food. Yeah. We're recording this late into the night. so. Really? Yeah, we're just letting other viewers know, they or the listeners. Yeah, giving them. More you know we're recording late tonight because you're here. Luke. Later than usual. It's not too this late. True. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like later on, like. Oh no no no, 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 no. Yeah. Anyways, get the right. fuck out of here, Luke. Right, now that he's gone, we can talk about how much we hate Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank God. We love you, Luke. When you listen back to this. <laughs> oh, oh, you heard it. You oh, heard yeah. it. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> I, was, I, was I want to talk music. about the Champions League a little bit, just for me. I didn't watch, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have watched the game I thought oh, you watched. the Tottenham game? The Tottenham game, yeah, I want to yeah. talk about that a little bit for a soccer fan. Let's have a sports section, we'll talk, talk a little bit of hockey, basketball. We'll start off with Champions League, because it's the most watched uh, sports Sporting competition. <laughs> but, uh... Other than the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, but that happens every four years, this is every year, so... Champions League. Tottenham versus Juventus, I want to talk about a little bit. Tottenham scored the first goal, we're up. Cruising, yeah. dominating the game first half. Was this the one Domination? Huh? Was this the one where Juventus won? Yeah, Ju Juventus won. Spoiler, spoiler alert, bro! So I was invested in the story. Oh, it was a two-leg, two-leg thing. If yeah. you know how, how the Champions League works, you play two games, and the first game in Juventus in Turin, they uh, tied two-two, which is good because if you score away, away goals, yeah. if you score away, if you end up drawing, you, you go through. If you score more away goals, but then uh, they got they they collapsed mentally. And I think that's a big part of sports, just mental, because they conceded two goals in seven minutes and it was done. You could tell, like you could see them, like they were well, done. And it's a young team, but experience triumphed over skill this this time. Was uh, Kane playing or not? Yeah, he was. Didn't score. Oh. I think the biggest issue of that is that they need like veteran leadership, because yeah. that will be the only thing that can sure. bring you through a tough like defeat. Not a tough even defeat, but when you lose, when you go down early. The only thing that will bring you out of that is well, they were experience. winning. They were winning. That's the whole thing. They let it fall yes. through their yeah, fingers, when, slip through their fingers. But when you go down, yeah, like when what, what was the score? Three two or it was two, two one. one? And one one, they would have won. They would have gone through. So when they score that second goal, when it's two one, all of a sudden, yeah, that's when you need the veteran. And they leadership. almost got right back in it, but you know, it wasn't there. What um, what round was this? Round of sixteen quarterfinals. Oh, okay. Wow. Do we know so who's playing in the quarter? I uh, know the Juventus. Yeah. Oh, the other like the other, other games happen. It's happen. next week, so the draw happens next Friday, I think. Mm -hmm. So we'll see who plays who for the semifinals. Or no, well, this was the, the round of sixteen. So the now they're going to the quarterfinals. Yeah. True. So yeah, mm -hmm. Champions League is very interesting. Uh, it's probably my favorite. So, yeah, I look forward to it every time. I definitely NHL. NHL. Yeah. NHL is my favorite. Any uh, NHL news you want to talk not about? Not huge. Not any well, crazy. NHL stuff news. Kind of been in a bit of, uh, of a slump. Yeah, but like. Not that huge of a slump. Like they've been yeah. doing well in the past. Yeah. Like, they're gonna make Toronto the Toronto sports is up. They're third in the uh, third in their division right now. Mm -hmm. So like you can't knock them. Mm -hmm. They're Big making up the Toronto playoffs. Toronto city, right? Yeah. TFC champs. Yeah. Well, How's TFC? Raptors yeah. first in the East. They're first yeah. in the East. Yeah. And the Leafs are doing all right too. Wait. How's TFC's uh, Concacaf 
Uh, oh, they're playing. Line. They went through. They're playing. Uh, oh, they Tigres. Columbus. Yeah, they're okay. playing Tigres from Mexico, and I think they're gonna get slapped because they're the best really? team in Mexico. And, like, there's no way they're beating these and guys. What, what round is this? The semis now? Or I think it's quarters. Quarters. Yeah. I hope they win. I hope they win too. But I, Tigres is like by far the best team in, nice, in yeah. Mexico, and they have some like sick players. So I don't know. I think the NHL is expanding too much though. Really? Uh, With Vegas now, they're wanting to do a Seattle team. Like they're going to do a Seattle team. The more teams you add, the more watered down the league is. No, they should go to Quebec City. That's like what it. they should do. No, they shouldn't go anywhere else. They should. I don't know. I, I yeah. think there's too many teams. No, I think it adds. There's more games. It's better for the yeah. fans. I don't know. I like. It's that. better for the fans. It's not better for the game though. I, I, I don't think the quality of players will decrease though. Yeah. yeah, it will. Really? It'll spread out the good players. It spreads out the amazing players. Yeah, you know that's I mean? better though. It'd be more yeah. competition. No, it's more interesting to watch. When there's a bunch of good players on a small number of teams, like each oh, team okay. has five or six really good players back in when it used to be. And like when there's original six, all the best that like, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right? How many teams are in the NHL right now? 31. 31. That's so, a lot of teams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when Seattle gets made, it'll be 32. Yeah. So I mean, that's still an okay size, 32. It's a lot. But that's that's the, a lot, but I mean, it, it provides a large enough opportunity for a, a fair amount of players to enter like professionally, as well as the fact also that there's a, a majority of cities covered, so it's, it gives a nice geographical... In soccer, there's no yeah. leagues more than 20, I think. So Yeah, no, but there's multiple leagues. There's multiple though, right? leagues, though. That's yeah. the thing that's really... That's and it's also a bigger sport, so... Yeah, that's what really sucks about hockey with a salary cap and how there's not multiple divisions. No. That's the best part about no, the salary cap. No, I don't like I that. Hate, I hate any sport that doesn't have a salary cap. No, because you can do regu- no, relegation and stuff. Yeah. No, you get all the shitty guys out. Because then, like, what happened to Chicago? They were balling, right? And then all their players, they're like, yeah, we want raises because we won the cup, right? So then they had to get rid of some of their players. But in soccer, that doesn't happen. That never happens. Yeah. Soccer, no, but I like that. As far as they can. Because you get different teams doing really well every di- single year. I don't like that. And, and with soccer, you get, you get like... A group of players, like legends at a team, will never leave their team, yeah. for example. And then like five or six players, for example. So and then the they grow up with the team. But look is at that... baseball. Baseball got ruined. I think baseball, the only reason baseball isn't one of the like best sports, that, in my opinion, to watch is because so... of the salary cap. Like, of course the Yankees are going to do well every year. They have yeah, the most you, money. Like, yeah. Baseball in the modern age, like, back then it was, like, it, you could yeah. tell it's going to decline into the 21st century. Like, compared to basketball, hockey, even football, it's... It's, not, it's, not, it's very it's slow, slow and it's the generation now it doesn't appreciate doesn't, doesn't appeal to them. Well, Back then, when you're listening to it on the radio and stuff, it would probably been cool. And another thing that's really nice about the relegation system is that in the NHL teams that are, you know, twenty twenty first or even lower, they're gonna tank to try and get the draft picks, right? But in a relegation system, you can't do that. Like every team is still playing for something, yeah. even if you're not winning, you're playing. There's not pros to and get cons to it, yeah. And the other thing is, like, we could start a team and yeah. put a bunch of money into it, like, yeah. from the from zero and mm-hmm. get it moved up the leagues. Yeah. True. But I think hockey's too, I don't know, it's too Western. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, the way it's soccer's, established now. Soccer's Euro, Euro, and yeah. they have their own system, but hockey's too Western. Yeah. And if you did that, like, teams, like, you'd have one bad year because the competition is so stiff in the NHL. Like, different teams can do really well depending on the year. Like, five years ago... Saying the National Predators are going to be the number one team in their division, people would have told like, what, you, what are you talking about? An argument against that for soccer though is um, now like these big companies are buying soccer teams yeah. and putting a bunch of money into it, and now yeah. like there's some plastic teams like PSG and Man City who don't have any historical like legacy, but they just got a, like they got bought out by Arab Airborne kajillionaires. Money. 
with oil money, and now they're just buying all the players. I think that's bullshit too. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think that's ruining soccer right now. That's the biggest thing that's ruining soccer. These big like billionaires buying teams and then just putting all their personal money into it. And I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I do, man. Like, cause Why? like the same team. It ruins the sport. It, it ruins does the sport. ruin the sport. If you get more good players on one good team to make. One yeah, but it's not fun probably. to watch. I don't like yeah. watching Man City games. They keep right. the ball the whole game. Yeah, no. And it's like it's not even fair anymore in no, the Premier League. You gotta watch They're Man so City. better than everybody else. Yeah, you but it's watch not Man sport. City versus PSG. You know, that's then that's even. Yeah, but look at PSG now. They're so unsuccessful, even though they put all the money in. They're just hoarding all the good players. They're not. They don't play well together. They're just. No, they're still doing well though. They got knocked out of the Champions League. Okay, well, aside from that, they're still... They're still and compared to the amount of money they put in, they should not yeah. have gotten... Right, yeah, that makes sense, but so I, don't, I don't see the issue with putting big money in. I because think if everybody gets money, that would be sick. Well, and also, <laughs> no, it's the same... I think it's the same thing for hockey. Yeah. It, when you have one team that's so good over everyone else, it brings everyone else down while only bringing one team up. It doesn't bring the whole league up. If you want the yeah, league to grow... No, but if you want the league to grow as a whole, you need everyone to grow with it. You can't have one team be so good that they dominate yeah. everybody every game. But you know the why they, they don't have a salary cap in soccer? It's illegal under European law. You can't cap like the salary. No, but the thing is, also without salary caps, it's, it's, it's beneficial to players' development to become more elite players. Because in hockey, if you get to the status of an elite player, you're going to get traded from your team most likely. Or your team's no, going to have to I get messed up. Yeah. No, because your, your salary is going to increase to the point where your team's like, they're going to have to make a des decisive decision to let you go mm -hmm. or change it up, right? And in soccer, if you improve and you get up there, then you're just there with your team. You're there with your boys. If you, but in if hockey, you improve on Tottenham, happen. you're going to get sold. Yeah. So, like, if, you on a, no, but if you're mean, on a regular if, team if and you're sick, like, okay, you're going to get sold. No, but if so Tottenham wants it, it to ends up being the same if thing. If they're not trying to, like, sell you to make that money, then... That's what, to that's what Tottenham does. That's what all these middle... Same with, like, when Wayne Gretz got changed to the Kings, it was all because the Kings paid money. That's because all these big, big money teams, they just... Buy all the best talent yeah. from everywhere else. Yeah. Like, look at the German league is ruined. The German soccer league got ruined by Bayern Munich, which yeah. I love. Yeah, but broken. <laughs> but they ruined my the team I love ruined German soccer. Well, actually, German soccer uh, like in general has improved because they won the World Cup and stuff. But the league itself, like Bayern, just scouts on, like every little tiny team to find the best players, and because they've won historically so much, they have so much money, and they can get all the best players from when they're 16, 17, 18. So like, it's never going to be an even playing field. Exactly, and I think it makes people not want to be fans of your sport if there's only one team that wins. Because what if your home team, if your hometown team never yeah. ever wins? Yeah. And soccer, there's enough fighting? teams that so that you, you but hockey's out. becoming ho but too big. But well, hockey, there's only thirty-two teams. So like, if they didn't have a salary cap and one team won, I don't think it would be very successful. It's good to have the thirty, like the you know, like the different teams no, winning every year. I get it that part of sports is the unpredictability of it. And you never know who's gonna win, so you don't want a team that you know is gonna win. But it's still, you know, part part like the science behind the sport. You know, you want to get the best team you can, and I think the salary cap just really but inhibits that. Originally, sport wasn't made for science, right? Sport was just no, was supposed to be about win, competition. It's supposed to be about equal-footed teams competing well, to see who is the best team. It's just the who, best who possible team. It was just trying yeah. to find the best possible. Yeah, but I don't think the right way of finding the best possible team is just bu like paying. It wouldn't work in hockey, I think, because there's no relegation system. If you ha if you yeah had, no, it can't it can't if, win. There's no relegation. Yeah, if you had a sal if you got rid of the salary cap, you'd you'd have to start a relegation. Yeah, but I think system. that hockey's not big enough that yeah, if you had a regu regulation regulate relegation relegation. <laughs> wow, that was bad. <laughs> relegation system. The teams that weren't in the NHL would just fade out. Yeah, no, in the NHL, it can't work just because of the way the junior system is with the draft and everything. In yeah. soccer, it's not like that, so it can't work. They'd have to change everything. To end this 
thing, we're, we're going to end the podcast soon, but ironically, with the soccer hockey thing, Europe is considered more social, like, Democrat, left, but their sports are more free market, capitalist, ruthless. It's true. But here Where's in the North West America, one? where people would think it's more right-wing, more capitalist, the sports are very more controlled and regulated, because the league has so much power in the NHL, NBA, NFL. Yeah, in soccer, the league that, yeah. doesn't have much power. It's, it's all the individual teams, so... Think about that, dormitory discord, discourse listeners, or whatever name. I tried to make up a name for it. Yeah, it didn't go well. DDers. DDers. <laughs> Dedicated thanks drivers. For being the, yeah, thanks for being our DDs yeah, for DDs. today. So, thank you for listening. It was, it was fun doing this again. Of course. Hopefully it was fun for you to listen. It was a little longer this time. So. And maybe we'll